0: This episode is brought to you by Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty. Are you looking to buy, sell, or build a new home here in Sheridan? Make sure you hire an expert realtor, especially right now in this crazy housing boom that Sheridan County is having. Give Jess a call at
1: 307-751-6924. This episode is also brought to you by Sheridan County Title. Why pay more at your closing? Sheridan County Title provides great service at a lower cost. If you have questions on your property or are looking to refinance, have Sheridan County Title help you out today. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. Another sponsor for today's show is DYT Solutions, offering custom web design and digital marketing services for your company and brand.
0: This episode is also brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. Every business needs some form of printing services, whether that be large format, color, and digital printing. You also will need a team that can help you with web design, social media, direct mail, and more. Give Sheridan Alpha Graphics a call at 674-6277. Let's get into our episode. Uh Welcome back to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. Welcome back, Wyoming knuckleheads. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if that takes off. No, just kidding. Um, Zach, this is episode number
1: 77.
0: Heck yeah. That's, That's a awesome, lot, dude. It is. Every <laughs> day we get closer to 100. I know. We should do, we'll, we'll have to We'll have to make sure we plan like we have something good for 100. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, all right, it is January 8th. Uh, 2021. Um, again, kind of in our first episode, we talked about that we're, we're break, we're doing a little more content that way we're kind of staying a little more relevant in, in the news. Um, so let's jump right into it. We're gonna jump into some kind of some local news, Sheridan yeah. County, Johnson County news. Um yeah, I um I was I was texting with uh Gregor Downey of Bighorn Spirits and he had told me he lives out in Bighorn and uh, he he lost power. So Zach, you yeah. pulled this up from uh looks like the Sheridan Press.
1: Yep. Yeah, there were uh, some power outages a couple of days ago and uh, it's not big news. I think there was just some funny kind of insider information that I had. Um, Bighorn School was affected by this. And so, you know, um, over the summer to kind of help with COVID and all of that, they uh, installed these handless uh, toilets and water fountains and, you know, hand washing stations and stuff like that. Sure. Well... Because of the power outage, <laughs> those facilities were not working. Oh, man. <laughs> so around 2.30, uh, kids were sent home because of yeah. that. <laughs> so kids couldn't use the restroom. They had to go home. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So I thought that was a funny funny way to start off the episode. Oh my gosh. Um, You you weren't thinking that far ahead, I guess. No. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well,
0: I mean, it just shows you the importance of you got to have a reliable grid. You know, I mean... um, if we're concerned about this pandemic, you know, uh, anyways, uh, that's kind of funny. I mean, good for the, the kids yeah, yeah. get kind of that early day out. Yeah, man. There they go.
1: It's a funny way. Funny reason to go home, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So it looks like, um, let's see here also from the Sheridan press. Yep. Um, looks like we're looking at, um, <sighs> A bill about uh, kind of a seatbelt law, huh?
1: Yes. Yeah. So we talked about this a couple months ago. They were yeah. considering this idea of of um, not wearing your seatbelt, making it a primary um, enforcement. So basically what that means, currently it's a secondary enforcement. Right. So if I get pulled over for a speeding ticket and the officer happens to notice I'm not wearing my seatbelt, I get a seatbelt uh, ticket after the fact or a warning or whatever it is. Sure. Well, now, if an officer sees you driving without your seatbelt, that's reason enough to pull you over. Um, and so we talked about this a little bit. It was like, well, how are they going to know? You know, and their reasoning is because of highway deaths. Right, M- the majority of highway deaths um, could have been prevented if the person was wearing a seatbelt. Right. Well, I'm sorry, but if I'm going 80 miles an hour south and the highway patrolman is going 80 miles an hour north. Uh, about 50, hundred feet apart, there is no way he's going to know yeah. I'm wearing a seatbelt or not. Yep. Right. Even if I'm driving across town here, if there is this, the chances of him noticing I'm not wearing a seatbelt are slim to none. Yep. It, it doesn't make sense to me. How, how is that enforceable?
0: Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can see is I guess when they get you, you know, off of, you know, off something else. Yeah. You know, this fine's going to be bigger, I guess. I guess, you know, um, which, you know, we'll see kind of how that goes. Um, this is proposed though, right? I mean, it, it's going to have to go through the, the, the legislative, um,
1: that is correct. I think it's, it's either made it through committee and then it's right. being, it's, uh, it's up for on yeah. the Senate floor or something like that. But, sure. Um, yeah. So it has not passed yet. Um, but yeah, interesting. I guess there are 34 States who currently have primary enforcement. Right. Um, you know it i don't know they they've with that they've made it illegal for anybody over 18 to ride without a seatbelt so they've put that in there which again just makes more doesn't make sense to me um, yeah i mean but i think it's like you said it's going to add to that fine if you get pulled over for anything else.
0: i mean right yeah. i mean cuz yeah cuz i mean there's no way you know in town i get it right because the police officer if they're sitting somewhere they could see you you know or whatever um but yeah the highway is going to be more difficult you know it's it's one of these and we've said it when this came up it it means well you know i understand where they're coming from yeah is this going to be super hard to enforce um which that's where it it leads me to believe that that fine is going to get increased and that way they're going to try and crack down hard on it yeah you know to be honest though it's like just wear a seatbelt, you know? God. I mean, I mean at this, I don't know. I mean, this is one of those weird things where I get where the, I get where the government's coming from, you know? Um, but it, it, it's, I will say, I think this probably, this probably is not a priority. Yeah. You know, I think, right. the, I think the legislative, the, the legislation has, bigger things to think about than this. Um, but it's interesting that it passed committee and that it's, it's in there. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Yep. Um, yeah, this is cool stuff. You know, um, you and I met Lonnie, we need to get Lonnie on. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of new faces in our local governments. Um, the big one was Lonnie Wright at the Sheridan County commissioners. Um, Tom Ringley got in, but he wasn't new. He was an incumbent. Yep. Um, We've got three new ones at the city council. So we got Sean Day, uh, Brantz, and then Jennings um, have joined the city council. And then, um, you know, Rich Bridger obviously was sworn in uh, for mayor. So we got a lot of new, I'll say city government officials. Um, right. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah. Anything... These- you know, I, uh, anything interesting about that to you, Zach, or I mean.
1: Not really. I think this kind of trickled in through December and then January. So I wanted to make sure we hit on that. These people have been, they've been elected and now they've been sworn in. So they'll start taking over these responsibilities here. Yep. Um, so that's good. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, just, no j- capital storming here. <laughs> yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Knowing some of those County commissioners, you know, if you wanted to try and storm one of those meetings, I bet they're probably armed. Yeah, so probably good. Packing. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, so talk a little about this Western movie series at the YO. Um, yeah. Looks like they announced their schedule here for January.
1: Yeah. This is a little fun thing. You know, the YO theater typically does this every year. Um, they, they, They show some movies, uh, um, some kind of classic Westerns. Um, and I think this was postponed from December. I think it was supposed to start in December. And then because, you know, cases were kind of on the rise at that time, they postponed them. Um, so they've announced starting January 10th. Um, it looks like throughout, uh, there's four movies planned for January. Um, January 10th, they'll start with the Apple Dumpling Gang. which should be a fun, fun uh, movie for the whole family to go to and enjoy. Absolutely. Um, January 17th, they'll show the Culpepper Cattle Company. Um, I th- think that's a... Uh, no, Hondo is John Wayne. Yeah. John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so January 24th, Hondo, uh, John Wayne, classic. And then January 31st, Canadian Pacific, um, wow. Each movie starts at 2 PM. Uh, tickets are $12 for adults, uh, military. I couldn't make, it didn't make sense to me that military and senior tickets would be the same price as adults. So I think mm-hmm. the way it should have read on the press was that it's $7 for students, military, uh, seniors. I think, that makes sense to me. That, yeah. Like that would, that's the discount. Yeah. Right.
0: If, if, if regular adults are 12. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That would make sense. So to I me. think yeah. that's, I think that's the way it was supposed to yeah. read. Um, but if yeah, any,
0: if anyone from the YO theater is listening, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to make like, sure. make sure. Yeah. There's, it sounds like there's a typo there.
1: You can check at the wild theater.com and order tickets that way too. And they'll, I'm sure there's more information yeah. there. Perfect. Um, I did see too, I'd want to add this. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about Coltisca was just named police chief. There is a search for fire chief right now. Oh, um, so six have so, made the captains the, for the short list. Um, uh, I just, I just am pulling this up right now, but no, yeah, you're good. Um,
0: so harness stepped down, huh?
1: Yes. Or is, is planning to, uh, let's see. Sorry, we got, some, no, you're good. Dead area. Yeah. Um, yeah, so once there's an opening within the department, the fire chief can request the top five names on the list and set up personal interviews. Um, uh, chief Harnish has said, we've shown at the point that all these guys are qualified. Going forward, we just have to determine who's the best fit. Right. So, yeah, it looks like they're kind of getting the preparations ready for, for his successor. Nice. So, yeah. Well, we'll have to get him back on. I loved his I loved
0: his interview when we did 9-11. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to try and get him on before he leaves uh, sure. that position. Um anything else to report local news wise Zach?
1: I don't think so that's all I found.
0: Yeah, you know one thing I'll add is you know I think restaurants and businesses are starting to open up a little bit. Yes. Uh mass mandate is done. Um like we are office here is in the market hall so downstairs they're open today. Mm-hmm. Uh they're kind of doing a slow opening back up. Yep. Um so anyways go go support local businesses. It's slow right now. Yep. Um but um that's kind of our our local news right there how's huh, Zach? Yeah perfect. So let's, uh, Zach, I want to do a little different than our first episode. We'll just jump right into some state news. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we got to talk about this. Um, so (sighs) I think this was one of the things you and I talked about together is, is the Wyoming GOP obviously pushed the challenge against Biden's, um, you know, you know, election and all that stuff. Um, and I think this is where we're getting kind of some of the consequences, right. Is now we're getting the GOP is getting the blame of like, look, you guys kind of um, encourage this behavior of, you know, that capital invasion of those people invading the Capitol building. Um, y- y- you know, we just did a give our grounds our give no ground segment. And, and it, just because you're a, a Republican doesn't mean you, that you agree exactly what happened. Yep. And, um, kind of talk a little bit about this article from uh, Cowboy state daily from Bill sniff, um, yeah. Sniffin. sorry, <laughs> Sniffin. Yeah. Um, sounds like he was there in DC, um, and kind of got a firsthand look there.
1: So yeah, so Bill Sniffen interviewed Darren Smith, who is a, a member of the the Wyoming GOP. Gotcha. Um, and so Darren Smith was there. There, the head of the state GOP was there as well. Um, Wednesday was when that happened, right? Yes. Um, Cowboy State Daily was flooded with different stories about what was going on. So there's a lot, um, a lot here. I picked Darren's out because it's really interesting. So Darren was there. A uh, buddy of his. He. They both went out there. He was a. Um, uh Laramie County Republican Party uh representative uh former chair of the Laramie County Republican Party excuse me um he said there were a ton of people there cuz Trump held a rally that morning um and then a few of those people decided to they were going to take it a step further um and Darren says that you know they were there in front of the capitol um and then some agitators these these people headed for the barricades um, and he said there were about a quarter mile of barricade set up. That not a lot of Capitol Police, though. Um, and people started trying tearing down these these barricades. And somehow Darren got a hold of a bullhorn and started saying, trying to discourage that was saying, Hey, we need to back the blue. We need to help the police out. Let's stop what, stop these people from, from breaking the law, from going and attacking other people. Um, and he said, it was just, it was just too much. Like too many people were of the mindset that they were going to do this. They were going to join those, those few people. Right. Um, and so then he just kind of had to you know, wash his hands of it at that point and walk away. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it goes to show, you know, we talked about, we condemned the people who did this. I, you know, we want to make sure to mention that there were a ton of people at that rally and not every single one of them was, was doing this. And Darren's got a great story of, Hey, I tried to do what was right. I tried to get other people to rally around me. It just was too much. Yeah. Um, and so there are good people in, in these stories. You know, we talked about the BLM protests. There are people who believe in that statement uh, who aren't going out and burning down people's buildings, you know, who aren't going and burning down businesses and looting and, and setting up autonomous zones, occupying part of the, the whatever, the city. Yep. Um, there are people who really want to see change and want to have these conversations for change. And so I think Bill, uh, Darren's got a great point. Um, the head of the state... Uh, the head of Wyoming GOP shared another story. He was at the rally. You know, he said the rally was peaceful. People were there. They were cheering Trump. They were showing their support. And then from the rally, he left. He went straight to the airport and was got on his plane. And as soon as he's about to get on the plane, he sees the reports of people breaking into the Capitol. Yeah. So, the majority of people there were, were just there to show support for the president. Yep, absolutely. And, and I mean,
0: same, same thing with the BLM protests, you know, I'm not sitting here saying like all those people were, you know, there to destroy property and hurt people. No, it's, it's, again, it's, it's one of those things of it's a select few that ruin it for the rest of us. Um, And that's the conversation we need to have. And, and I, I like that Darren was like, you know, trying to get a blowhorn and be like, Hey, we need to stop this. You yeah. know, we need to black, you know, back the blue. Yep. Um, and, and anyways, I, th- I think it's really more of a deeper social problem of we've got this issue with police and it's like, Hey, like, we just said in our give no ground, like we can talk about reformative issues and some justice issues. <laughs> um, but this idea of there's no consequences of you breaking down barricades and breaking property and hurting yep. people. That's, and, and doesn't matter where you are. You know, right. I, like we, we denounce these people that did it from these Trump rallies. We denounce the people from the BLM, whatever, any protest doesn't matter. So, yeah. um, anyways, that's as much as we'll put on that. Um, yeah. so it sounds like, um, there was a driver in Uinta County. Um, He had an accident. Um, My big takeaway from this, Zach is anyone out there driving, especially in the winter time, you know, we interviewed Bo and he was talking about that Acme Hill, (laughs) you know, super icy, Mm -hmm. you know, especially at night, if you're tired, you know, pull over to the side of the road, try and find somewhere to stay you know, you're, you're putting yourself at risk um, and you're putting other people at risk. Yeah. Um, this was a, this looks like it was a story from Cowboy state daily. Yep. This guy kind of, he crashed off the side of the road. Um, yeah. Just it's take care of yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep, he uh, he fell. They, the police say it was most like most likely that he fell asleep at the wheel. The driver kind of tried to protect himself and probably protect his company. I think mostly is what it was. Yeah, and say he, you know, he, he was eating or snacking and and choked and then that either caused him to lose consciousness or lose control of his vehicle. Well, there's a lot of uh, forensics <laughs> that go in. They can tell you exactly when you hit the brakes and when you crash, you know, when you go into a, a, one yeah. of these situations. Interesting. Um, and so the police, the police, they know. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> they're
0: know. probably going to be right. And it, I mean, is that night, you know, right. they're going to know. Um, but yeah. our, my big takeaways, Hey, people be safe out there. Yeah. You know, it, it's wintertime in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, Yep. you know, take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zachy. Um, this was, this was wild. I mean, um, it's always sad to see stuff like this. Yeah. Um, so over in Campbell County, um, uh, to, a couple brought in their three month old child into the hospital with 26 different fractures to ribs and five to his legs. Yeah. um, and what's wild to me is they bring him in and they pretty much say like, Oh, you know, he's this fussy. Like that's why we're bringing right. him in. Yeah. And it's like, do you not realize like the hospital is going to report like, come on. Yeah. This is just sad. It's just, it's I just sad. can't believe it. Um,
1: It it makes me super, super angry. Like I was talking to you about, I I wrote in a very (laughs) nasty name for somebody from Gillette. Yeah, because it it really made me mad. Like a three-month-old baby has twenty-six different fractures to ribs. They take him in because he's inconsolable, and they hear like a weird noise when he breathes. Twenty-six fractures to ribs at three months old. That's that's insane. So of course. The father was, was, uh, taken into custody for, for yeah, child abuse. Absolutely. It's alleged child abuse. We don't know exactly what happened, but I mean, come on. Yeah. It's the five fractures to the legs. One's the femur. Like that's the most painful bone in your body to break.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, and babies—I mean, babies are—they are—they are they're, they're malleable, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's that because they're young, and I mean, so I mean, something's going on. I mean, yeah. it has to, unless unless the child has some sort of condition, but um, so anyways, yeah, that's yeah. just sad, and so we'll, I guess we'll try and keep an eye on that. Yeah,
1: I say give him the chair. Actually, what I said was <laughs> give him the same injuries and then give him the chair. <laughs> yeah, if it's true, that just—I'm sorry—that just really makes my blood yeah. boil.
0: And again, this is. Law and order, man. Like, I yeah. there. There's no, there's there. You can't come back from this. I that's yeah. unacceptable. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, same thing. That's kind of unacceptable. Teton County. I, I, yeah. you know, at first we were kind of joking when some of these allegations were coming out last year. Yeah. Now I'm not so sure. I. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the Teton County School District is now. R- uh, reportedly in lawsuit because they've ignored rape allegations.
1: Yeah. This is wild. It's insane. Um, so I was reading the story. So there's what I think the Sheridan press covered it. And then Jackson Hole news covered it. Um, I want to say first, I, 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 always come into these stories with, you know, like there's, there's gotta be more to the story than what we, what we know, right. you know, cause I, with the Kavanaugh thing and all that stuff, it's become, you want people to believe all women and it's like if you're in that position where you're the, the caregiver or a close friend then i would say yeah you definitely take your friend's word for it and say yes i believe you i support you yeah um at, from an outside perspective we always have to take both sides now i will say this this girl um in 2018 is when she says this happened to her okay um, she's, she would be a senior this year, I think is okay. based off of my reading of this. So she was a freshman in 2018. She would be a senior this year. Okay. Um, some, co- a couple boys, you know, they, they took advantage of her, um, a couple times and she reported this to the school administration. Um, and I think one of the administrators, uh, said, Oh, you know, boys will be boys was somebody's comment oh, to shit. this. Yeah. And then another boy, one of the, the who did this to her said, Oh, this is how I show you. I like you. Um, again, who knows we have to take, we have yep. to take both sides of this, but, If it's true, this is despicable. You can't, it it happens. So two different occasions to this same girl. Okay. And there, I think somebody else signed on or had a lawsuit over the summer for similar things. An allegation that went uh, uninvestigated. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Unreported. Yeah. And no, and I get where
0: you're saying, like, you know, and this is where it's like, you got to trust the system, right? Now, there's obviously, if this is true, there's obviously a system a, a problem in the system of the the school district, right? Um, if they ignored these allegations from her, now I'm curious, why did she never go to the police? Uh, you know, I understand it might have happened in school, but it's like that's also a police matter. You right. know, that's a crime, um, which is interesting,
1: right? And um, I do think they report that a friend told her, "Hey, you got to go tell somebody." Okay, and then it wasn't until. Not that, like that this changes, year, right? Not right. that
0: that changes that it's wrong. I'm just saying,
1: right? This is where when you're in that situation. Yeah, a yeah. friend tells you, "Hey, you got to go tell somebody." You might tell the the principal, but that might not mean you're comfortable telling your parents. Yep, and so or a police officer or a police or, officer, yep. and so I think parents started to notice kind of academic uh, drop-offs kind of social behavior changes. And so that's when uh, she came forward to her parents. Yeah. And so, I mean, you, you never know what's going on in the mind of, of that, especially when you're, I mean, shoot, you're 15, 14, 15. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. So it's a weird time. And, you know, yeah. and I, it, you know, and I get to like, there could be that issue of she was confused, right? You said what yeah. she claims that one of the boys said, oh, this is just because I like, you know, Yeah, it, it's a weird age. It's a weird time. But, um we'll keep an eye on this. This is interesting. Yeah. You know, and I bring up, you know, Teton County is because if you remember the mayor has alleged yeah. accusations against him as well. And then we also talked about Teton County County commissioners were kind of like kind of under, under investigation that they were texting between each other in meetings yeah. in public meetings. <laughs> right. So it's just like, what the hell is going on in Teton County? Yeah. Um, you know, it's just wild. So, yes. um, that's kind of it for state news, huh?
1: Yeah. That's all I, that's all I saw for state news. Okay. Kind of end on a, a sad note, but <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, we're just trying to report everything that we can. Yeah. Yes.
0: All right. We're going to finish up here, Zach. Energy and ag, man. Energy yes. and ag. Um, looks like you did some digging on, um, is this the Swaim road project? Yes.
1: Yeah. Tell, tell me, tell me, so. give me the info. <laughs> Yesterday, the uh, Sheridan County zoning and planning commission Had a public meeting to decide whether or not they were going to recommend it to be uh, zoned. (laughs) I guess that's the way. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a two to one vote uh, in favor of it. So kind of moving the next steps. Um, There were a lot of people who, well, before we get to that. You and I were wondering, how many units is this? Because it says it, it'll produce 20 megawatts, but how many is that? Yeah. So it says in this article, 90,000 arrays, um, which I really don't know what that is. that... I was thinking like for a second panels, but it's like, you know, when you look at a solar panel, it's like four different, nine different things, whatever it is. Like, does that... Does each one of those count as one? That's what we need
0: clarification yeah. from from like, the company.
1: Like what what is that?
0: So so our county commissioners approved a zoning. Now I guess they're just moving. The, they're just moving the thing. This was in the first proposal. Ninety thousand arrays. Yeah.
1: So I mean, unless unless they know what that is, and the press just decided ninety thousand arrays is all the information they need to know what that is. To <laughs> not give the people the information. <laughs> right. But like I'm trying to picture Swaim Road, and if you're putting in ninety thousand arrays you're taking up a lot of that area. Yes. Like 90%. Oh, of it's that. acres. It's a couple yeah. hundred acres. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, I mean, picture that picture Swame Road. If you guys don't know, you're going out Bighorn Avenue towards the Bighorn Y. And one of those roads off to your right is Swame Road. And yep. it's typically farm cattle grazing land. Yep. And there are neighborhoods around there. These, these people who own houses in these neighborhoods came and they voiced their opinions. So a lot of them said, this is going to decrease my property value. Yes. What is the overall payoff going to be? Because I am, my house is not going to be worth as much as it was before yes. this. That's a pretty beautiful spot. P- p- beautiful picture of the the Bighorns. I mean, that's a great, great area. Yes. Um, some other people said, well, like how is this going to look to out-of-staters? Personally, I'm like, what does that matter? Who, who, what <laughs> out-of-staters are traveling down Bighorn Avenue? I mean, if you're going out towards Bighorn, mm. I guess maybe you're taking that. Yeah but before you see these, you're going to see like a couple nice houses before you see the yeah. solar panels behind them. Anyway. Well, that goes in that. I
0: mean, I could see where that could be turned into the value thing. You know, the aesthetics, yeah. um, sure. Sure. That is kind of a weird.
1: Yeah. And and so I guess maybe it, it does kind of go hand in hand with that. Like if I'm trying to sell my house to somebody who doesn't live here, what what are they going right. to think about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe some other people are like, well, what's, what's the longevity of this project? What's the reclamation going to look like after this is done? You know, how long are these going to be here? Because um, I will tell you solar panels need replaced fixing, whatever.
0: Um, and it's, and it's, and it's shorter than you think. Yeah. They say, they say 20, 30 years, but it's more like 15. Sure. Um, and that's just facts. Uh, That's, that's, and I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, yeah. And, and, um, um, did, does this article say who voted what? Uh, yes, it does. I'm going to guess Haswell did in favor.
1: Um, Uh, but so I'll keep going here a little bit. Sorry. Yep. Um, like you said, 15 year uh, lifetime for these panels, which means you're going to have maintenance. Um, and I mean, look at the snow we just had, it was very slushy easily would freeze and turn to ice and cover these panels. So you're going to have to have somebody going out there cleaning those off, whatever that might look like so who has access to these roads? There is a right of way road through there that would end up getting dissolved or absorbed by this land that a lot of these people depend on to get about their lives. Uh, So the County wouldn't take ownership of that road anymore. The company would. Um, So it just raises some problems. You know, every time we have some sort of growth with that growth, you're going to have a growth of problems. Um, And I think the main concern was, uh, people showing up were saying, I don't think you guys have thought this all the way through. I don't know if you've thought that the amount of problems this is going to cause you today, tomorrow, and down the road are going to pay off, you know, are are equivalent to what's going to pay off for us, um, it wasn't all negative. There were a lot of people who were like, this is going to be a very good thing. Like, you, you know, you and I talked about 20 megawatts can power 3000 homes. That's enough for that area. And, and maybe beyond that area a little bit. Um, so people were there in favor. People were there, you know, who wanted to either who are against it or who wanted to just say, Hey, I don't know if you guys have thought about this. Um, and so I don't know if you found who voted, which way it doesn't say,
0: um, which of course they don't say who, and, and, and like you said, it, it, this is just moving the ball forward. It's yeah. not like it's done cause there's still a lot of questions up in the air. Um, you, you know, in reference of size, you know, it, it is a, um, 163 acre parcel. Um, you know, they, they claim that the total facility is going to be 96 acres. So, I mean, it, it's taking up most of the whole thing. Sure. Um, what I find interesting is they had a gentleman from energy of Utah Vibra. And he's like, look, we've met every concern that you need to, you know, that we need to meet. And it's like, no, you have it.
1: Sure. And well, he's like, that's why, why I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so that kind of pisses me off. It's like, okay, first off you're from yeah, Utah. And you're not letting the shared solar speak. Um, mm-hmm. you know, anyway, well, I mean, we'll see what this, Oh, Ross, R- Ruko Verba, owner of Energy Utah. Um, they still haven't answered who's doing the connection to MDU. Yep. That wasn't addressed. Um, they still are not addressing, unless maybe we could reach out to Sheridan Solar. How many panels is this 90,000 array? You know, I'm not in yeah. solar dumb it down for us. We don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Ooh, 90,000 array, 20 megawatts. Like, yeah, obviously trying to sell us on something.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they, they go back to the, to the, um, solar energy association, which is where they get, you know, one megawatt can do 146. I think that's a little conservative. Mm-hmm. I think homes here, especially in the wintertime are going to use more. So that 3000 is a little sure overestimated. Yeah. Um, and then it's funny, they contradict, they say, this is the life of 25 to 30 years, but then energy of Utah, you know, the lifespan of 15 to 25 years. So yeah. it's like, well, hold on. What's right. the lifespan here, bud? <laughs> so anyways, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. I, we shouldn't have overreacted to the two to one. Cause it's, it's more of, we need to think about this more. Yeah. Um, I think, I think our th- big thing to the public is still go to these meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we need to, I think the people need to ask bigger questions yeah especially like the right away yeah Yeah, who's using the roads which this is what we talked about when when we read this on sunday yeah who uses what you know who's gonna pay for what exactly um you know and of course these guys aren't gonna answer the question because they're not gonna pay for it it's gonna be the county (laughs) i'm telling you that's this is how it goes yeah um Right, challenge, that's the, challenge me on it. Come on here and, right. challenge and tell me you're going to pay for it. Cause I know you're not right. I know you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lie to me. I know. Sorry. That went off track a little bit. Oh,
1: no, but you're right. Like that's probably part of the deal. Like, Hey, you guys set that up and we'll take care of those costs yep. of the roads or, you know, and this is where it's like, who takes,
0: is it MDU then? Sure. And then it's an MDU facility, Yeah. which then guess who pays MDU, the freaking consumer. Yes. So Anyway, I mean, again, it's basic freaking economics, man. Yeah. But, anyways, so we'll see. Um, I think it will look terrible out there. Yeah. Because it is pretty right there. Yeah. And actually, I think if I'm a landowner, I'd be pissed because, mm. uh, or somebody that has a house there. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you want people to move out here and build a house there because yeah. it's a great view. You're not too far out of town. Yep. It'd be a great subdivision. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think I'm very, we'll, we'll, we'll have to have Lonnie on and ask yeah. him kind of his thoughts and yeah. just his thinking. So, uh, anyways, moving on. Um, this is freaking interesting. Um, yeah. so our wolf count, so we, uh, the state of Wyoming must do a 51 limit on wolf hunts, gray wolves Yep. only got 31, huh? So we were 20 yeah. short.
1: Yep. Yeah. The, uh, 2020 wolf funding season just came to a close. Uh, in this past year there was, there were 51 tags given out. Right. Um, and only 31 of them were filled. Wow. Um, so a little short, take what you will with that information. Yeah. Maybe some people aren't reporting it. I don't know, but.
0: Um, no, I because the, the wolves are protected pretty heavy. Yeah. You know, I've talked to a lot of hunters here and I think the state needs to look at, you know, so we're 20 short. Yeah. Uh, you know, not that I want to like, have hunting parties and go hunt down these wolves, yeah. you know, but th- th- there's a reason why we have it at a limit, right. You mm-hmm. know, cause we know managing wise, we got to manage these great wolves. I think we got, I think with those 20 short, like you got to open it up to the state residents or something, yeah. you know, that people that are going to go and do it. Yep. Um, it, it, cause it is a problem and it's, Yeah, we have to do it. So, um, very curious because 20 is a big short I mean that's That's a short you know if we were short five it's like that's not a big deal but 20 is um,
1: so uh, take uh, this into consideration too it does say the state's predator area where game and fish does not manage wolf there were 24 taken oh interesting so uh, again I don't know exactly what that area looks like like yeah where the game and fish doesn't manage wolves
0: I guess BLM then or well no BLM's not going to I don't yeah. know. We'll I, have to-
1: so I don't know. So, I mean, it, I guess it makes up for that in the long run, but yeah, they're not technically counted. So interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, last thing, energy news. Um, this is huge. I, I thought Samson was going to stay in the powder. Mm-hmm. They must've got offered some nice money for these, these assets. So Samson resources have, have sold or they're in the process of selling a lot of their powder river basin assets. Um, there were no numbers or anything. It was kind of just a report that they're working on selling their assets. Sure. Um, I think we've said it. Samson resources is kind of a big mid range company here in Wyoming. Um, so kind of a shocking move. We'll kind of see who the owner, you know, who the buyer is mm-hmm. and kind of go from there. So, but interesting, um, you know, I'll say oil prices are up over 40 bucks a barrel. So it's encouraging, but yeah. we'll kind of see how that turns out. So, sure. um, well, that was our, uh, Episode number 77 of Gobi, Wyoming. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will catch you next time. Zach, thanks for joining in, man. Happy to be here.